Christian faith and fiction, inspirational reading suggestions, along with chats about the Christian faith. The following episode is an audio version of a video that I recorded for my YouTube channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. If you would like to watch the video rather than listen to the audio, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Please do share your thoughts by commenting either on the video or on the relevant blog post, links in the show notes. Hello, welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou, and today I'm going to be sharing with you my recent reads video. Um, As always, I film these as and when I've been reading them, so it's a bit like a reading vlog. Um, I've been experimenting with filming on my phone, so apologies for any shaky camera angles later on. Um, But let's go and see how I got on. Hi, it's the 18th of August. I am in a strange position at the moment. I'm currently on my stomach trying to keep the weight off of my back. Um, Yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I finished listening to Colleen Coble's um, book, audio book, One Little Lie, which is the first book in the Pelican Harbour series. Um, I originally got the second book from NetGalley, to review um, and I started listening to it but very soon realised that I would need to read the first book um, or it just wouldn't make any sense because there is a kind of the mystery itself is complete in each book but there seems to be um, a personal personal life kind of carries on between the books so it just wasn't making any sense to me so I started on listening to this one flew through it really quickly I was listening on 1.7 speed um, I really like this narrator it's the same one as the um, the other books if you've been following my videos the other books um, have the same narrator but the style of book is quite different this one is obviously the most recent one whereas the ones that I was reading the last three months were much more romantic suspense novels. They were older books. Um, there was a, They were kind of inclusive. Each, each story had its own characters, its own romance. Um, and this one is much more like a murder mystery. Um, the main character is a chief police, police chief. Um, I don't know, I'm not sure exactly on how the police works in America, but I think the police chief, she's just been made, and um, after her father retired, um, she originally was grew up in a cult, and they escaped, um, so she's got kind of past that she wants to keep quiet, um, but obviously we know about it in, um, read, as readers, but she wants to keep it quiet from the other characters, and the other people in the town. Um, and then also um, a guy called Reed, who is making um, a documentary about her, and she's not terribly keen about him following her around. Um, and then a body turns up in, it gets dragged up by a fishing boat, um, and that starts off a murder investigation. And lots of things get meshed in together. They both have secrets. Lots of people, well, lots of people have secrets. Um, there is obviously one little lie that was told to her um, that has a big impact um, and I don't want to say any more than that for spoilers um, but yeah I, enjoy- I enjoyed it I 
thought it was good. Um, I particularly like the personal story, the personal life um, that was going on. Um, the mystery was also good. I didn't guess it. Uh, I found it at one point. I found it a little bit confusing, but by the end, I understood what was going on. Um, I would say the the personal character, the characters are the strongest part of um, of the book, and the mystery was good. But if the if they didn't have the strong characters with it, it would have been a weaker plot, I think. But yeah, I gave it four point seven five out of five. Just dropped it slightly because of that one area where I was a bit confused. But yeah, that's good. I'm gonna continue on with the second book in the series at some point, but um I've got another book that I got from NetGalley recently as well. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna break it up a bit and read that one first. So I'll let you know how I get on. Okay, see you later. It's the 19th of August. Um, yesterday I finished the book that I've been reading um, before going to sleep and that is The Time Traveller's Guide to Medieval England. This is a non-fiction historical book um, talking about the medieval period um, and if you're interested in medieval history, um, medieval historical fiction then you might be interested in this one. Um, it's written in the style of a travel guide so as if you were going there to stay, um, things you'd like to do, what to expect in the way of food and clothes and customs and that kind of thing. It's quite a good way of um, reading history. I particularly liked that you kind of got into the um, into the nitty-gritty of daily life and that kind of thing. Uh, if you're writing historical fiction it's certainly be very useful to you. Uh, it doesn't kind of go through all the kings and the stories and of that kind of thing, but it does go into the details of daily life in a good way. So that's really interesting. Obviously not a Christian fiction book, but that is one I've read recently. It's August 26th and this week I finished reading The Haunting at Bonaventure Circus by Jamie Jo Wright. I requested it through NetGalley and um, the publishers, Bethany House, were kind enough to let me have a copy to review. Uh, this is a dual time period novel. It's kind of a combination of uh, historical romance as well as a present day murder mystery. So in 1928, the story follows Pippa, who is the adopted daughter of the owner of the circus, um, and she originally was um, born into the circus, but was abandoned and left for them to bring up. And she is searching to find her roots and keeps getting drawn back to the circus, even though she is um, forbidden to, to keep going there. And then in the present day, it follows Chandler, who has um, her business has taken over and the old circus train depot and they want to refurbish it or um, or demolish it, they don't know what to do. Um, and she kind of stumbles across these um, historical unsolved um, murders and gets caught up in that. As I said, it's a combination of historical romance and murder mystery with some um, paranormal references thrown in. It does get quite dark in some places 
but that's also set off by the warmth of the characters and the setting. So, uh, but that might be something you want to bear in mind if you only read cosy mysteries. I found the mystery both compelling and chilling. Um, it was well paced and they jumped back and forward between the different time periods to keep the story going to the end. I loved the romance elements and the brooding male um, protagonists. Both the female leads developed in different ways throughout the book and I particularly liked seeing Pippa um, coming to use her own voice. I enjoyed the Christian elements through the story as um, different kind of side characters voiced their faith and tried to direct the characters to um, experience faith. The circus setting was what drew me to the book in the first place and it gave um, a lot of colour to the story though this is really about the characters around the circus rather than um, the show itself. I gave this book 4.5 out of 5 stars. I don't know whether I would read any more of um, Jamie Jo Wright's books but it would depend on if the synopsis or the, the setting drew me in again like this one did. It's Friday 28th of August and last night I finished reading A Mosaic of Wings by Kimberly Duffy. Um, this is the, I think it's the first book she's published, um, certainly the first book that I've read of hers. Um, it took me three months to read it, I think, which seems like a really long time. Um, I, I picked it up, got about a quarter of the way into it and then had to put it down to review another book that came up on NetGalley and then when I picked it up again I couldn't quite get into it. It took me quite a long time so I've been reading, you know, like a chapter a day for quite a long time time. It follows Nora who really wants to keep her father's legacy alive by um, taking over her father's journal that he used that he started um, before he died and her stepfather runs it now and she thinks she's not doing a very good job of it and she wants to take it over but he only agrees to it if she gets a scholarship to do a master's degree um, at the university where she wants to study insects. Um, and in order to get this scholarship, she has to go to India to do some field research. Along with her is um, her fellow student, Owen, who she finds kind of irritating and, and strange at the beginning. Um, but they go together out to India and it's a historical romance. So you can see how things will play out in a way. But there's a lot of twists and turns in it. Um, her kind of faith and her belief in um, the way women should be treated leads her to have to make some really difficult choices while she's in India um, and she's faced with losing the things that she's always thought she wanted um, and the things that she's worked for. I can't really go into much more detail without giving some of the plot away but I really enjoyed the character of Nora. She's very headstrong and um, as she develops in her relationship with Owen, they are good for each other. They um, grow and develop by being together. And um, it's a really good, healthy relationship that they have in the end. Um, I really enjoyed seeing that. Um, I identify with a character who um, spends time studying subjects that um, are predominantly male um, dominated 
um, I've been in a few of the subjects that I've chosen, there have been only a handful of girls in those subjects. So I, know, I kind of know what it's like, but not in the way that this, it happened in, um, I think it's 1885, because we just don't have that struggle to prove ourselves as women anymore, not quite in the same way that they did then, um, before they weren't, you know, they weren't even allowed to vote at that point. And she is struggling to prove herself to be a good academic, um, whilst still going with her heart and her faith. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it 4.25 out of 5 stars. I think I've got one more book to finish before I conclude this recent reads roundup. So um, I'll check in again when I finished that one. It's the 2nd of September and I've recently finished listening to Two Reasons to Run by Colleen Coble. This is the second book in the Pelican Harbour um, series that I started earlier last month now. This is another book that I got through NetGalley, um, so thank you to Thomas Nelson for letting me borrow a copy to review. This book was definitely more um, romantic suspense, I think, rather than the murder mystery, which I thought the first book was more like. It continues to follow Jane and Reed, um, and this time they are investigating a murder on an oil platform. Uh, the book continues to follow their relationship with each other and with other people, um, the complications of lies that have been told in the past and different things playing out in their lives, which I can't go into because they happened in book one. This one is definitely um, a, a continuing series, so you need to read book one first. Um, it continues with the same detectives. Rather than switching to other people in the same location, this one follows the same personal lives through the whole of um, the series. My favourite part of this story was definitely the personal aspect of it. Um, I enjoyed seeing how their relationship continued to develop and go up and down, um, and how they developed as characters reacting to the, um, the suspense elements and the danger that they're thrown into. It had a strong elements um, undercurrent of mystery and suspense, but I still think the strongest elements were the, the, well, not just the romance, but the whole of their relationships and the personal element. The main character, Jane, is continuing to develop her faith and um, question what she believes and um, ask questions of her friends. Um, once again, it's the same narrator, so Devon O'Day, and uh, I really enjoy her listening to her. And I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, how this story is going to continue. I'm, I'm guessing it might end in the third book, but I'm not sure. Uh, I gave this book 4.5 out of 5 stars, and definitely one that I enjoyed. So those were the books that I've read. Three mystery and suspense books, an historical romance and a non-fiction. Um, I think what I've learned this month is that I don't like to read too many of the same genre back to back, so um, that was kind of accidental. Um, probably too many mysteries in one go, uh, but I did enjoy them and I enjoyed most of the books I was reading. Let me know down in the comments what you've been reading this last month, and until next time, I'll see you again.
Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.